0: Uh, Many of us have spent the last few days and weeks uh, searching for that perfect Christmas gift. Uh, Two days ago I was out with my kids uh, trying to buy their presents for their mum and let me tell you, it was hard work trying to find just that right present. What is the perfect Christmas gift? Uh, Is it something given from the heart? Uh, Is it something that someone needs? Does it have to be expensive? Uh, Does making it yourself make it better than something you bought? What makes the perfect Christmas gift? Well, I thought I'd found the answer on the internet the other day when I saw the heading, The Perfect Christmas Gift. But then I read the whole thing, The Perfect Christmas Gift, Your Own Aircraft Carrier. (laughs) Pairing up for sale pretty soon. I'm not sure it quite fits my bill. What is The Perfect Christmas Gift? Is there even such a thing? Well, I'd like to suggest that there is and that it's centred in the very first Christmas. In fact, we've already heard about it. In our first Bible reading a little earlier, in Matthew chapter 1, we see both the what and the why of the perfect Christmas gift. What it is and why it's perfect. We're going to look at both. So first, what is it? Well, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, we're told. So let me read that verse to you and see if you can spot the gift. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. Do you hear the gift? It's the gift of God with us. The baby would be known as Emmanuel because Emmanuel means God with us. With the birth of Jesus, God has come among us. He walked, he talked, he laughed, he cried. God literally gave himself to us and became one of us, Jesus Christ. In 1995, Joan Osborne released the song What if God was one of us? Uh, The chorus goes like this. Please relax, I'm not going to sing. (laughs) What if, sorry, this is the chorus. What if God was one of us, just a slob like one of us, just a stranger on the bus, trying to make his way home? Now, when Joan Osborne released this song, it created a bit of controversy. There were various groups that came out condemning the song uh, for suggesting that God might be a slob, but this song is actually hitting right on the mark of what we're reading here in Matthew, isn't it? that God was one of us it's what Christmas is all about Jesus is God become man now there are a stack of things out there that would be way out impressive to receive as a Christmas gift and I mean way out impressive Uh, imagine if you'd woken up this morning and someone had given you a brand new Ferrari or shown you the the pictures of a, a palatial holiday home in Venice that is now yours that would be way out impressive but they're nothing compared to what we've got here. God gave Himself to us. He became one of us. For Christmas, I was given God. That's what happened that first Christmas. God gave Himself to us. Now, you can't top that. So, that's the what of the perfect Christmas gift. Now, the why. Why is God the perfect gift? Well, the answer is in verse 21. And in the name that the baby was given. In verse 21, an angel is talking to Joseph, explaining to him everything that's happening, and he tells Joseph what is to name the baby. Let me read verse 21 for you and see if you can uh, listen for why Jesus is the perfect Christmas gift. The angel said to Joseph, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now, I reckon it's always a shame when a child doesn't live up to their name. Uh, my mum and dad called me Alan. And Alan means handsome. <laughs> Didn't quite work, did it? Now, Joseph was to name the baby Jesus. Uh, and the name Jesus simply means God saves. That's why the angel said, give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And do you see that in this, we've been given the answer to why... God is the perfect Christmas gift because he came to save people from their sins. Now, you mightn't have been aware that you needed saving from your sin. Mightn't have even been aware that you're a sinner. But God tells us that we are. In the Bible, God spells out for us that sin, it's not just telling white lies. And sin's not just those big things we don't do, like murder. Sin is simply ignoring God while you happily go about your life as if he's not really there sin is not acknowledging that it's God who's given us every good thing to enjoy sin is telling God who has every right to tell you what to do sin's telling him to get out of your life sin is making your decisions without any thought to what God wants sin is that easy default lifestyle where we just do what we want how we want when we want. Is that you? Actually, it is, isn't it? You've lived like this in one way or another. So have I. In fact, sin is something we all do so often and so easily, I reckon you probably don't even notice it anymore. And sin, since it's just a part of what we do and who we are, we assume it's not that bad. But it is that bad. In fact, it's much worse. Sin my sin, your sin, must be punished. And I reckon we know that's true. Because, I mean, when you're at school and you did something wrong by the teacher, well, you deserve to get in trouble. You go out there and you break the law, well, you deserve to get punished. So if you disobey God Almighty, well, of course you deserve to be punished. But here's the thing, though. Christmas is all about God giving himself <laughs> To save people from sin. The name Jesus, remember? It just means God saves. And Jesus lived up to his name. Let me tell you how he did it. When Jesus was about my age, about 35, he was executed by being nailed to a wooden cross. And the Bible tells us that when Jesus died on a cross, he was taking the place of sinners. Sin deserves to be punished. And so in order to save us, Jesus took the punishment that we sinners deserve. All of God's anger, all of God's punishment against our sin was inflicted on Jesus instead. And in that way, he saves people from their sin. It's a little bit like this. You might have even witnessed this firsthand. The safest place in a bushfire is where the fire's already been. Because the fire can't burn there twice, can it? Once the fury of a fire swept through a place, it can't burn there again. And so if you take refuge there, you'll be saved. Well, the fury of God's punishment for sin has already swept through on Jesus. And so if you take refuge in Jesus, well, you'll be saved. Because God's punishment for your sin will have already been unleashed on Jesus in your place. Can you see now why God is the perfect gift at Christmas, it doesn't matter what you could even dream of to give me for Christmas. Even if you had all the money in all the world, you could not and cannot top the gift of God himself to come to save me from my sin by dying for me on a cross. And look, if you're here this morning and you know what it means to be saved from your sin, if you know what it means to have Jesus have died for you. If you already know the gift of God in Jesus, then, well, you know just how terrific Christmas is. The greatest gift of all, God himself, come to save you. It's brilliant, isn't it? And look, in all the excitement of today, don't forget that the real celebration is all about Jesus and he's worth celebrating. Because of him, we've got no fear in death, no terror of facing God in his judgment. We're safe in the complete forgiveness of our sins. But if you don't know Jesus, if you're here this morning and you don't know what it means to be saved from your sin, you haven't taken refuge in Jesus to save you from God's punishment, if in all honesty, you're still content to live life as if Jesus is irrelevant, then I hope you can see that you're making a huge call To say that you don't need to pay Jesus any attention. The things we're talking about here are massive. Save from sin. Save from God's punishment. And you might walk out of here and turn it all down. In 2004 in Orlando, 83-year-old Glenn Shibley was out working in his yard when he fell over and was unable to get up. When Glenn's 79-year-old wife, Harriet, found him, he told her, not to uh, get help because he would handle the situation now maybe Glenn was being a little bit stubborn maybe it would have been a little humiliating uh, to get help but you'd think you'd swallow your pride when night time came sadly Glenn refused help even then incredibly this went on for three days Harriet continued to look after him bringing him food and water she even covered him in a tarp when uh, a rainstorm hit The couple's, uh, sorry, unfortunately, while caring for her husband, Harriet herself fell over and she was unable to get up. Now, eventually, their son-in-law came to check on them and found them in the yard. He found Harriet injured. Glenn had died, and all because Glenn refused help. Now, we can make the same mistake with Jesus, but if you refuse God's help to save you, then you won't just die you'll have to face God's just punishment against your sin. So please don't be stubborn and refuse God's help. Please don't ignore Jesus yet again. Find out what it means to take refuge in Jesus. Find out what it means to be saved by Jesus. On your way out, as you head through the doors, there's a table. And on that table, there's some leaflets, and we would love for you to take one. They're just little booklets explaining more of what it means to be saved by Jesus. They're our free gift to you. Please take one. Because Christmas is all about the perfect gift. The gift of God himself. Come to save people from their sin. By taking their place. By dying on a cross. It makes Christmas, I reckon, the perfect time. To be saved by Jesus. I'll pray. Lord God, we thank you that you came in the person of Jesus and that he grew up to die so that sinners could be saved, so that we could be your friend. We could be saved from your punishment. We could be safe with you, forgiven of all of our sin. Father, thank you for Jesus. And please help each and every one of us to turn to Jesus, to take refuge in him. And to be saved. Father, thank you for your perfect gift of yourself in Jesus. Amen.